podcast. It's called the Matthew West Podcast. I really hope you like it. What's up, my friends? Welcome to the Matthew West Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew West. And as always, just like the theme song says, I really hope you like it. This is the final episode of 2020. What a long, strange trip this year has been. But for the podcast, you have made this an amazing experience in 2020. We launched the podcast in August, and thanks to you, we've reached over 450,000 downloads worldwide. That's all you. Simply put, you guys are the best. I want to thank you so much for making this podcast part of your life in 2020. I prayed from the beginning that it would be a show that would speak into your life in a positive way, inspire you, challenge you, encourage you, and listen, most importantly, remind you that your story matters. And speaking of your story, it's only fitting that we close out the year with an episode that belongs to you. That's right. At the end of every month and here at the end of the year, we have a special VIP Q&A episode. This is where I take your calls, you tell your stories, and we get to hang out together. Now, this year, one of the things I've missed the most is going on tour, hopping on the bus with my band and my crew. And one of the favorite things in every city that I got to experience was a VIP Q&A. This was a chance for me to hang out with some of you before the lights went down, before I stepped on stage, and there was always something really special that took place. God always seemed to show up because that's what he does. In that more intimate setting, it was a special experience, and that's why I wanted to carry that into this podcast. In addition to that, we're going to be mixing in a little bit of my own personal year in review, reminiscing on songs that were inspired in this pandemic year, and some of my favorite memories, and really what God's shown me. Now, I came up with a theme for this final VIP Q&A episode. The theme is this, what are you taking with you? I was writing in my journal during a quiet time, and I wrote the words, take it or leave it. Do you know that phrase? It's a phrase you use when you experience something that's, well, just okay or not that great, like, ah, that restaurant, I could take it or leave it. Well, if given the option when it comes to 2020, I was thinking most of us would say, leave it. But that would be a mistake to simply chalk up 2020 as a wasted year. Why? Because we know that God works all things for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. That's scripture. That means nothing is wasted when it's placed in God's hands. So I've been doing some thinking. I've been taking some inventory, and I hope this episode is going to encourage you to do the same. There's a lot about 2020 that we can't wait to leave behind, but is there something God wants you to take with you from 2020 into the next year? Is it a shift in priorities or a closer walk with Him? Maybe it's a lesson that you learned or something about your character that was revealed during this trial and this pandemic. Maybe just a renewed sense of appreciation for your loved ones or, man, your health. Aren't we all appreciative of that right now? I hope today's episode and the calls that we take will encourage you and me to spend a little time here at the end of the year taking some inventory. Before we start making our New Year's resolutions, let's take one last look back at the year that was and ask the Lord to show us what he might want us to take with us into the year ahead. That is where growth takes place. So let's get started. Take our first call. 
This is Sue from Michigan. I started a support group for people struggling with depression and bipolar disorder, and I just felt like I needed to do that, and 2020 is the year. Started out in September, then COVID hit, so then we couldn't meet, but I've been staying in touch with people by phone, you know, privately, and it's just so needed even more now with COVID. We need to break the stigma and make people comfortable enough to be able to come forward. So you really helped out with your quarantine segments. I just love those. It made me laugh. And while I have my downtowns and I have my way up times, just like we're on a roller coaster, we have been able to support each other, which is great. The group is called It's Okay Not to Be Okay. And one thing that's really helped the song Truth Be Told is, I mean, it's like our theme song. I'm not so okay, but I'm going to tell you I'm okay. And it's okay not to be okay. So thank you so much for all you do and your family for all they participated. And you have a very blessed Christmas too and stay safe. Sue, I love everything about that call, specifically the fact that you saw an area of need. And instead of waiting around for somebody else to do something, you decided to follow what God was putting on your heart and provide support for other people who you knew were struggling. I love the name, It's Okay Not to Be Okay. And listen, I'm honored that my song, Truth Be Told, could be an anthem for you and an anthem for anybody who's listening to this right now and thinking maybe they're the only one. Guess what? You're not the only one. 2020 has done its best to threaten our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health, and our emotional health. None of us could have made it through a year like this on our own. We need God's help and his strength first and foremost, and we need support around us. If you've been trying to make it through on your own, I hope you know by Sue's call that you don't have to and that really you can't. We need God and we need each other. And sometimes we need counseling, accountability, truth tellers, people who we're going to allow to speak into our lives and help us shine a light on the dark corners that need attention, right? Satan wants to isolate you. Don't let him win. Find support just like Sue's group. If you're struggling with depression, here's another resource, our ministry. It's called Pop We. Go to popwe.org. Reach out with a prayer request. Or if you need help finding a counselor in your area, we would love to help connect you with some resources that can help you find support and healing for your story. And speaking of the song, Truth Be Told, it felt like only God could have orchestrated the timing of this song hitting the radio in the middle of a pandemic where we've all been brought to our knees. I hope this song has been a reminder that it's okay for the truth to be told. Listen, God loves you just the way that you are, and he knows that none of us are perfect, but day by day, he's working on us. Let's take that into 2021. Let's be real, let's be honest, let's be authentic, and let's be free in the knowledge that God is still writing our story, our beautiful, broken, messy, redemptive comeback story. Let the truth be told. There's a sign on the door that says, come as you are, but I doubt it. Cause if we live like that was true, every Sunday morning pew would be crowded. But didn't you say church should look more like a hospital? A safe place for the sick, the sinner and the scarred and the prodigals like me. Truth be told, the truth is rarely told. Oh, am I the only one who says I'm fine? Yeah, I'm fine. Oh, I'm fine. Hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, 
control, but it's not, and you know it. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it, when being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know. So let the truth be told. Matthew, it's Letsy, and I'm from Bakersfield, California. This year has been a pretty challenging year for me, not only because of COVID, but because my faith was extremely tested this year. This year, like towards the end of the year, I was going through major doubt where I was doubting what I believed in, and I was like basically doubting God's existence. And it was like I was going through depression and anxiety because, like, that never happened to me before because I've been a Christian all my life, and I've never experienced something like that. And so as the months went by, like, it was, like, a period of four months, I decided that I need to, like, choose what who I'm going to follow, if I'm going to follow God or not. And so I decided I'm going to choose God no matter what. I'm going to, like, keep my faith in Him even when I can't see the future and even when I can't see Him. And so... I'm taking my experience from this year into next year. I'm taking my faith, everything I've learned about what it is to have faith. And even though I really want to just, like, forget all about the time where I was doubting, I'm going to take it with me to say whenever I start to doubt, okay, let's see, look back into 2020. And when you doubted, you went through depression and anxiety. So if you want to go through that again, you can. But if you want to follow Jesus, and have peace, then just choose him. So that's what I'm taking with me this upcoming year. <laughs> but I also want to say thank you for your song, The Hope of Christmas. It has helped me so much this Christmas season. So just thank you so much for that. Bye. And that's what it looks like to let the truth be told. Lexi from California, thanks so much for calling. Thanks for sharing from an honest place about what your 2020 was like and what you were struggling with. I love how you said you're going to be taking your faith with you into 2021 and how God met you in a real way in the middle of some depression and some doubt that you were able to find peace in knowing that God is in control. And I loved how you said you're going to look ahead and when you go into 2021, whenever you start to doubt, you're going to look behind you and then ask yourself, do I want to handle this on my own or do I want to follow Jesus and have peace? And I love how you said that because you know what, Lexi, that's the result. When we follow Jesus, we find peace. He offers us, you know, one of the names given to Jesus in the Bible is Prince of Peace. Emmanuel, God with us, and Prince of Peace. I love those names. We focus a lot on that at Christmas time, don't we? And so how could the Prince of Peace bring us anything but peace, even in the middle of chaos? So in honor of Lexi's call, and uh, it sounds like you enjoyed the song, The Hope of Christmas, there's a part of the song that talks about how these days peace on earth is hard to find. Let's take a listen to that right now. Lexi, thanks for the call. I'm excited to see what God has in store for you in 2021 as you take your faith with you. I bowed my head to pray tonight, felt my little girl by my side. She slipped her tiny hand in mine, and we both talked to you. And it took me back to eight years old, my daddy's hand and a story told. About heaven's love in a manger low And a promise that's still true You're still the hope of Christ 
Thanks for the call from Dallas, Texas. I love that call. I was going to tell you why, because it just made me smile thinking about just how much grace I need my wife and my daughters to show me on a daily basis. You know, I think that's a great question, Paul. As a parent, if you're a parent out there, you've been in close proximity with your kiddos probably more than ever before, right? If schools shut down in your area like they did in ours for a time. I would say this as a parent. I've had moments where I've been tempted to like hold my kids to this standard of excellence that is really unattainable in a year like 2020, like this unrealistic expectation, because guess what? Everybody's gone through a hard time in 2020. And as hard as this year's been for me and my wife as adults, imagine how hard it is for the kids, right? My daughters, I am so proud of them for how resilient they've been just how they've navigated 2020 at times better than their dad has. And so just learning how to kind of give grace for your kids, for your spouse, for yourself, right? Just take a deep breath and go, man, I know that God gives grace to me. Sometimes I think I have an easier time accepting God's grace than I do giving myself any, you know? I rarely let myself off the hook when it comes to grace and forgiveness. And maybe this can be an encouragement for all of us just to give some grace to everybody because everybody's been fighting a battle this year. Here's a scripture I want to leave you with, Paul. John 13, 34 and 35. A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. I love the importance of that sentence. It was so important that Jesus said it twice. He said that you love one another just as I have loved you. You also are to love one another. Paul, I know you love your wife and your kiddos. Give each other grace as we step into 2021. Maybe we can take that with us. Grace and love for each other because everybody's fighting a battle. Love it. Thanks for the call, Paul. Thanks for the call, Paul. (laughs) Let's take another caller. Hi, Matthew West. This is Emma from Pine Bush, New York. My friend Amanda's birthday is the end of December. I was wondering if you could sing happy birthday to her. Thank you. Have a nice day. Emma, thanks for the call. 
You didn't really follow the directions to say what you're taking with you into 2021. Or maybe there's just something symbolic about your call, Emma. Maybe you were calling to say that we should all take with us a sense of selflessness where we think more about others than ourselves in 2021. Maybe that's why you called the podcast hotline for the sole purpose of having me sing happy birthday to your friend Amanda because you're trying to illustrate the importance of thinking of others. Wow. Emma, you're blowing my mind here. This was such a brilliant call. And in honor of that, I'm going to sing happy birthday to Amanda. Happy birthday to you. Join me, everybody. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Amanda, from Emma in New York and Matthew. Happy birthday to you. Guess what? You're not the only one who had a birthday in 2020. I think I had a birthday in 2020, too. Wait a minute. I think everybody had a birthday in 2020. This seems like the perfect time to revisit... A Year in Review brought us a little song called Quarantine Life, a little song where I released the crazy, where I summed up the experience for the West family and maybe for all of us in a way of what 2020 looked like. Here's a little verse about the time I thought I had a birthday. Check it out. I think I might have had a birthday, but I don't know what month it is. On the days I take a shower, yeah, I consider that a win. And every day my girls complain it, cause they close the salon. Now she's looking like a stranger to me. I always thought she was a blonde, but she not. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Friday night toilet paper shopping online. Quarantine life, quarantine life. Made the Tiger King famous overnight. It's lonely inside, but we're gonna survive this quarantine life, quarantine life. It ain't all good, but it's all alright. Hey, here's a few messages that came in with people telling me what they're taking with them into 2021. Evidently, these are people who did not want their voice to be heard, but they wanted their lesson to be learned, right? So Haley from North Carolina says she's taking new friendships, a new love for learning, and a stronger faith in God's timing into 2021. So that's awesome, Haley. Thanks for the message. Abby from Ohio says she's taking into 2021 the reminder that we as humans are truly not in control at all. God is always in control. Abby from Ohio, amen to that. Sarah Thomas from West Hartford, Connecticut wrote in and said, one thing I'm going to take with me is my newfound hope and joy in a better me. Now there's a thought, Sarah that actually 2020, we could come out of this better having gone through 2020. And then Lily from Louisiana says, I'm taking with me in 2021 the reassurance that God is in control. That's a pretty predominant theme that I'm picking up from a lot of calls, just that reminder that we are not in control. 2020 has taught us that, hasn't it? And here's one more. Danielle Barnes from Shreveport, Louisiana says, 2020 has been a difficult year for my family and I for other reasons, and this pandemic doesn't make it any better. But what I'm taking with me into 2021 is hope and trusting in Jesus. There it is again. 
control. We are not in control, but we can put our trust and hope in the one who is. All right, let's take another caller. My name's Justin. I'm from Nebraska, and I'm taking the memories of my dad with me who I lost in late October due to COVID out of nowhere. I'm taking all those memories, the good times, the bad. Just taking the memories with me. Hey, Justin from Nebraska. I appreciate the call, and I just want to say how sorry I am for your loss. I think your message went straight to the heart of what so many people have felt at one point or another in 2020 because here's the reality as much as we've tried to stay positive you know as much as i've tried to write a funny song here or there or try to find the upside of 2020 the reality is is there's a whole lot of people who are hurting a whole lot of people who've lost their lives and a whole lot of people and you know firsthand who have lost a loved one and so justin i just want you to know that i'm praying for you i'm praying for your family And it's a beautiful tribute that you just made that one thing you're going to be taking with you into 2021 is memories. And that's beautiful. And so I want to thank you for that. You know, it makes me think of a song that I released in this past year, and it wasn't a song I planned on releasing. I hadn't even written it until this pandemic hit. But I want to play a little bit of this song in honor of Justin, who lost his dad, and anybody else who's lost a loved one. This song came from a scripture that I needed in a pretty discouraging moment. From John chapter 16, verse 33, where Jesus says, In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Justin, may we hold on to the memories and may we hold on to the hope that we will see the loved ones we've lost along the way once again in a place called heaven where there is no pandemic and all our tears will be wiped away no more pain until then justin my prayer for you is that you will take heart and uh, take a breath just as this song says and, and be reminded that our god has overcome the world god bless you justin thanks for the call oh in this world you will have trouble but i have So take heart and take a breath And let me lift that heavy weight up off your chest Take my hand, I know it's looking dark When the world falls all around you, I won't let you fall apart So take heart, child, take heart My name is Michelle from Alberta, Canada, and what I'm taking with me is my faith and blessings. This year, I had been laid off in March and had been waiting to be recalled from work. And it doesn't look good. It doesn't look like I'll be back for many more months. But in this, I've been able to renew my faith with God. I had spent the last 15 years being a lukewarm Christian, and I knew it was just not what I wanted. And this year, while I'm home, while I'm able to reflect, while I'm able to watch the the seasons go from winter into spring, into summer, into fall, and now again into winter, God has been showing me so much about myself, about my faith, about just the way he can bless somebody. And 
the other thing I wanted to bring in is is blessings. I've reconnected with friends that I've lost touch with. I've gained a bigger understanding of my mom and my sister and all of my children. I've been able to put that time and energy into them and been able to pray deeply for them and to be able to be there for them in this time. So, Matthew, I wish you a wonderful 2021 and your listeners as well. And I just know that with Jesus, 2021 is going to be much better. God bless. Michelle, thanks for the call from Canada. And you mentioned watching the seasons change. I feel like you just taught me something because I thought Canada only had one season, winter. But uh, boy, sounds like I got to get out to Canada more often to better understand. And in all seriousness, I love what you shared. You're taking faith and blessings in what you just described about your job situation. Uh, There's a lot of people listening to this right now where maybe they'd raise their hand and say, yep, I feel that. I feel that. The employment situation. And even though my situation pales in comparison to others who've lost their jobs, I've definitely felt that to some extent with all of my concerts being canceled, but I feel for you. And Michelle, you know, just that realization of how you can be a blessing to other people, not take it for granted the time that you've been able to spend with your family. I love it. All of that stuff is the positive outlook we can have on negative circumstances. And only God gives us the eyes to see with that kind of vision, right? And that's what it looks like. So I appreciate the call from Canada. Thanks, Michelle. Let's take another one. What's up, Matthew West? My name is AJ Cripps, and I'm from Smithville, Tennessee. I grew up in a home full of drugs and uh, crazy stuff, and I was taken out of that when I was five years old and adopted by two great people. I'm an adopted kid, and now I'm in a family that has a pastor, and my mom is a worship leader. But during those times, it felt like the storm never ended. And so my question for you is, was there a time where it seemed like the storm never was going to end but did? I would love to hear about that. Love you, man. AJ, thanks so much for the call, man. And thanks for sharing about your story. You know, we've all got some broken chapters, and some of us have been handed to us at childhood, just like you had. But I'm so glad to hear that God put an amazing family in your life to raise you and love you like you deserved. You know, the first thing that comes to mind when you ask about a storm that seems like it has no end is is really right now. It's 2020. I mean, I've had times in my life when I felt like a storm had no end. I think about surgery on my vocal cords. That was one of those experiences, just not being sure if I'll ever be able to sing again. Now, we know how that story ended, thank God. But I'm looking at 2020. I'm reading the news as we close out the year and head towards 21. I see the surges in COVID cases, the mandates to stay home and separated from family and loved ones, the developments in vaccines, and the reality that we're not out of the woods yet. You know, for me as a musician, I was hoping to make plans to step on stage in full force at the beginning of 2021. But once again, the finish line seems like it's getting pushed farther and farther out, and it's discouraging. So, AJ, I guess my answer to your question right now is right now. But here's what I know, and here's what gives me hope. And even though sometimes the storm stays over our heads longer than we'd like, we can rest in knowing that God stays too. It's crazy. I wrote the song, The God Who Stays, before the pandemic. Little did I know how much I would need its message 
during the pandemic. This is one of those songs that took on a new meaning for me in 2020. And a lot of people have shared how this song has brought them comfort with the message that even while we've had to be separated from so many things and so many people this year, we can be reminded that we never have to be separated from God. The Bible says nothing can separate us from the love of God. I love that word nothing there. I don't always love the word nothing, like if you're on a diet and you can eat nothing good. (laughs) But I love it in this context. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. So the storm may stay, but guess what? God stays with us through the storm. He grows us through the storm and he shows us through the storm that we can do all things through him who gives us strength. I'm thankful for his presence. I know you are too. And Chad, you know that. You know it probably all too well, just coming from your troubled childhood, that God was with you every step of the way. And you can sing his praises on a deeper level as a result of knowing that he's never left you. Even when it seemed like the storm would never leave, he was with you and he brought you through it. I believe he's going to do the same for all of us. And we're going to come out of this year and into next year singing God's praises louder than ever before because he truly is the God who stays. Let's take a little trip back and listen to a song that's meant a whole lot to me in 2020. And I hope it's encouraged you as well. You're the God who stays. You're the God who stays. You're the one. When the whole world walks away, you're the God who stands with a wide open arms. And you tell me nothing I have ever done could separate my heart from the God who stands. Before we take another caller, I've got to just say one more thing about that song, The God Who Stays. It went number one in 2020, and I want to thank my record label for all the hard work and belief in that song, and thank you guys for listening to it, for requesting it, for streaming it. It'll always be a memory that I hold close to my heart that The God Who Stays was the song that went number one during a pandemic. I guess there's just some sweet significance there that I'll always cherish. So thank you for that, and thanks to everybody who made that song part of your year of 2020. My friends, you know a song of mine called Truth Be Told? Well, I'm going to let the truth be told right now. 2020's been a hard year. For many of us, maybe the hardest year we've ever had to face. And if you're anything like me, you'll know what I say when there's been more than one moment in 2020 where I feel like my spiritual health, mental health, emotional health has been threatened and weakened. And as proud as I am, it's hard to admit when I need to talk to somebody, when I need some help. But here's a newsflash. There are not enough self-help books in the stores to give me the strength and the wisdom I need to rise up and face every obstacle that's going to come my way. You and me, we can't do it alone alone. We need help. And that's why I want to tell you about my friends at BetterHelp. This is what they want to help you do. They want to assess your needs and then match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Then you get the opportunity to connect in a safe and private online environment. It is so convenient and you don't have to deal with the awkwardness of sitting in a waiting room. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. You get to send a message to your counselor anytime. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, 
business, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. BetterHelp has licensed professional counselors who specialize in areas like anger, depression, stress, family conflicts, anxiety, relationships, and the list goes on. They've got a counselor that's right for you. It's professional, it's super affordable, which is so important in times like these. Listen, the heartbeat of the Matthew West podcast is to help you in whatever chapter of your story you find yourself in, to let you know that you're not alone, that God has great plans for you, and the best is yet to come. But sometimes it's important to talk to somebody and get the wisdom and help you need. I want you to start living that happier and more fulfilling life today. As a listener of this podcast, you're going to get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash MWP. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash MWP. All right, let's take another caller. My name is Tabitha Ferguson. I am in Flowood, Mississippi. And for 2020, it's been a very emotional up and down roller coaster of a life. But I'm taking with me into 2021 a clean and sober daughter who is fighting a victorious battle with addiction. I'm taking a brand new, perfectly healthy granddaughter who came from such sorrow and sadness to bring new life and glory to this life and to show my daughter what grace looks like. So God is being so merciful and so glorious to me, and I am so grateful in all of the sorrow and sadness of the corona and loss of jobs and loss of people and friends and family. I am so grateful for the blessings that God has given me this year. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Matthew S. This is Cherry Scammon from Ocean Park, Washington. And what I'm taking into the new year is just a stronger faith in trusting God and where things go. This year was so crazy with many different things that we didn't know what was going on. And especially when God led us to a new place just before this all happened and then we were kind of shut down. It just grew my faith in just being able to just rely on Him and trusting Him that He knows what's going to happen and we don't. But that just my faith would grow in Him and that I can share that with my kids. And I thank you for your music and I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. Well, thanks, Tabitha and Terry, for both of your calls. And you know what I find interesting is how many of us are agreeing that we are taking with us into 2021 a stronger faith. Imagine that. We go through the fire and we come out stronger. You know, I think I think there's a scripture that talks about that. Let's look that up real quick. Here it is, 1 Peter 1, 7. Even though you have to put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime, pure gold put in the fire comes out of it proved pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. When Jesus wraps this all up, it's your faith, not your gold, that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. That's what all these callers are talking about, a stronger faith because we're going through that fire and may our faith be proved genuine. Thanks for those calls. All right, I want to close out our final episode of the year by giving you my top five takeaways from 2020, what I'm taking with me from a hard year into this next year of 
2021. Number five, God is not a one-dimensional God and neither are the things he creates. I'll say it again. God is not a one-dimensional God and neither are the things he creates. Do you want proof of this? You're listening to it right now. My entire tour schedule was canceled, but I refuse to believe that God is only able to use my gifts when I'm on stage traveling around the country. I dared to believe that God is a God who makes all things possible, and possibly he could still use me even though my tour bus was parked in a parking lot somewhere. It required me to pivot. I'm not sure this podcast would have existed if not for 2020 going the way it's gone, but I'm smiling right now as I'm talking to you because something that didn't exist before August of 2020 is now alive, thriving, and hopefully speaking into your life in a powerful way. That's number five. God is not one-dimensional, and neither are you, because God created you. So maybe you can benefit from that frame of mind, that type of thinking as you head into a new year. Maybe there's a pivot waiting for you. Maybe God's calling you to stop drawing lines or borders around how you think he should use you. Take out the eraser instead. Erase those lines that you've been drawing and ask God to show you if there's something that he's trying to lead you towards that you're just not seeing right now. You are multidimensional because your God, your creator, the author of your story has many ways that he's going to use you. So watch, get ready, and be amazed. Who knows, maybe you'll be looking back on 2021 the way that I'm looking back right now on 2020, just going, this is unbelievable. Only God could write this kind of story. But when we step out in faith and when we pivot, when we're willing to step out of the borders we've drawn for ourselves, we know that God is going to do something incredible. The closer that we get to the center of his will for our lives, we learn there's no better place to be. But it's going to require us stepping out in faith and refusing to be one-dimensional, Because guess what? That's not how God made you to be anyways. All right, here's my number four takeaway. Here's what I'm taking with me from 2020 into 2021. Every life matters. In the midst of a pandemic came another major storm. Let's not forget about this. Following the death of George Floyd, cities were being burned, riots, protesting, racial tension like I've never seen in my lifetime before. People were longing to be heard, known, and valued One of my highlights this year in doing this podcast was that it gave me an opportunity to listen. And when we listen, we learn, right? I'll say that again. When we listen, we learn. Speaking with Emmanuel Acho this year helped me learn a lot about racism in America and how to make a change simply by having some necessary conversations inside my own home. Take a listen to one of my favorite parts of that conversation with Emmanuel Acho. The first thing I encourage all people to do of any race is release your knuckles, put your fists down, (laughs) and let your guard down. We naturally are defensive people because we live in a world where it is very much so self-preservation. Not just self-preservation as far as our anatomy, self-preservation as far as our minds. We don't want to be racist. We don't want to view ourselves as racially insensitive We don't want to view ourselves as racially ignorant. We want to think we know everything. And so the first challenge that I give all people is like, hey, take a sec. My pastor told me this once. He said, assume that what someone telling you is right for five minutes, just sit with it, regardless of what they say. Mm. For five minutes, just sit with the fact that they're right. That's good. Wrestle with that for a little bit. Yeah. And then outside of that, more practical steps, man, I would say, 
you have to expose yourself to different cultures. Let me give this analogy, which I'm sure a lot of your dear white listeners will understand. I did not grow up with any dogs in my African household. Mm. In Nigeria, you might grow up with a goat. You may grow up with a cow, but you're not going to grow up with a dog or a cat, bro. And so at an early age, I wasn't exposed to dogs. So what's that mean? That means that as an adult, as now a 29-year-old man, when I'm walking through a park, I can't decipher the difference between a dog that is a pet and a dog that is a threat. So if I'm ever walking with my with my white friends, my white friends are like, oh my God, that dog is so cute. Can I pet him? And I'm like, yo, yo, don't pet that dog. It might bite you. Calm down. And they're like, what do you mean it's not going to bite? So then we'll keep walking and I'll be like, oh, that's such a cute dog that's not on a leash. Let me go pet it. And my white friend will be like, Acho, chill out. That dog has rabies. And I'm like, how the heck do you know? They all look the same. And I tell you this very jovial kind of joking analogy because my white brothers and sisters, if they grow up without any black exposure, then when they're walking down the street and they see a black man that's 6'2", 240 pounds like myself, uh-oh, is that black man a threat? Wow. Uh, I don't wow. know because the media told me he is. Wow. But they can't decipher the difference between a black guy with this hood on because he's cold or a black guy with this hood on because he's trying to protect his identity. On the flip side, my black brothers and sisters that grow up without white people, you can't decipher between the white person that's an inherent racist and the white person that's just a little racially ignorant because they didn't grow up with black people. Mm. And so I am a huge proponent, Matthew West, of exposure, man. You have to expose yourself to other cultures. That is the only, whether it's in music, whether it's in movies, whether it's in athletics, whether it is in church, whether it is in small groups, whether it is in book clubs, whatever it is, you have to expose yourself to people of other cultures. Otherwise, you'll walk around your whole life scared or not scared, but misidentifying. Yeah. And ignorant as a result. Exactly. That's a good word from my buddy Emmanuel. I want to encourage you, if you didn't hear that entire conversation, find some time and dip back into that previous episode. You will not be disappointed. I think you're going to be challenged in a big way. Emmanuel Acho, he's doing some great things. And if you haven't checked out his book, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man, be sure to check it out. Thanks to Emmanuel for being part of this podcast in 2020. All right, let's move on to number three. The number three lesson that I am taking with me from 2020 into 2021, laughter is important. Proverbs 17:22 says this, a cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. Oh, can I get an amen to that? Gloom and doom leave you bone tired. I don't know why I'm always surprised by how true the Bible rings. It's God's word. It's truth. And that is true. Cheerful dispositions are good for our health. Gloom and doom leave us bone tired. And we've been bone tired by the gloom and doom on the news in 2020. I'm going to make a confession. Early in my career, I was made to feel like I needed to present myself as some sort of a rock star, right? Serious, brooding, leather jacket, whatever. Well, I still like a leather jacket, but you know what I'm talking about. The problem was that type of persona always fit me like David Spade's suit coat on Chris Farley in the movie Tommy Boy. Not very comfortable. I love to have fun. I want my concerts to be full of life. I want my music to be accessible. And 2020 was a year where the artist handbook was thrown out the window. It's back to that lesson about God not being one-dimensional. 
I quickly realized that inside the walls of my own home, it was important for us to laugh. And guess what? Some pretty ridiculous songs came out of my pretty strange mind in 2020. But you already knew that, didn't you? Thanks to you, we had ourselves some fun with songs like Quarantine Life and, of course, Gobble Gobble. It gave me great joy to receive videos from families all over the country sharing their performances, their dances in the kitchen, their choreography. I even had, like, one kid was determined to take a quarantine life shower, which is, if you saw the video, there's a scene where I'm just in a sweatshirt, I'm fully clothed and in the shower and turn the water on, and uh, it's like a super depressing scene, and this one kid had to reenact that. I got food fights sent to me. It was epic. You already heard a little bit of quarantine life, so let's take it back to Thanksgiving just for a moment here, and listen, if you know it, sing along with me. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble one. Gobble, gobble two. Come on. Gobble, gobble me. Gobble, gobble you. Whip about it now. Gobble, gobble three. Gobble, gobble four. Gobble, gobble please. Can I have some more? There you have it. So number three, my lesson I'm taking with me, laughter is important. All right, let's move on to number two. You get what you give. You get what you give. Now, this is not just in terms of money, monetary value. This is what God is showing me through our quarantine quiet times, our virtual concerts, devotions, this podcast, waking up every day and figuring out how I can bring hope to somebody else has given me just that in return, hope. I don't know why I have to learn this lesson over and over again, but maybe we all do. I hope I'm not the only one. 2020 has reminded me that you get what you give. I've said it before. If every single one of us took all of our problems and put them all in one great big pile, chances are we'd look around and see everybody else's problems and we'd gladly take ours back. That's the power of perspective. Here's some perspective that I got on Christmas Eve. My daughter and I drove to the Vanderbilt Children's Hospital, and we left a gift at the front desk for a little boy named Everett. He's going through cranial radiation to help fight his leukemia, and his entire family, along with many other families, of course, were spending Christmas in the hospital. Now, how's that for perspective? The point I'm trying to make here is this. The more time you spend thinking about other people, the less time you have to dwell on your own problems, and vice versa, right? When you're focused only looking within and thinking about all that's going wrong in your life, you're missing out on so many opportunities to bring hope to somebody else. Jesus said, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Think about others, give hope to others, and you will receive just that in return. Hope.
now we have made it to number one, the number one takeaway. What I'm taking with me from 2020 into the new year of 2021. It's no earth shattering revelation, but it is what God is putting on my heart. And so I'm going to share it with you. Here it is. Life is brief. Life is precious. Not a single day of our lives is promised. I can't make it without Jesus and I don't want to. The good news is I don't have to. None of us have to. I want to be someone who makes the most of the one life I've been given, and here's how I can do that. Here's how we all can do that. Are you ready? Always put Jesus first, making room in our schedules to spend time with Him and follow His will for our lives. Be someone who speaks life and love to everyone that I encounter. That is a mission of mine, especially the people inside my own home. Tell the people closest to me how much I love them. Don't leave important words unsaid or issues unresolved. That is tough to do, but so important. None of us are promised tomorrow, so don't put it off. And never get too comfortable in this life. Don't lose sight of what really matters. This race, it has a finish line, and I want to run this race to win the prize, but always remembering what the prize is. It's not found in this life. It's found in the next. An eternity in heaven is the prize. That is why we run the race. Take a listen to a little bit of this song, What If, from my latest album. I wrote it before the pandemic, but the lyrics of this chorus have taken on a whole new meaning for me. Check it out. What if today's the only day I got? I don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. Oh, no regrets in the end. I want to know I got no what if. I'm running till the road runs out. I'm lighting it up right here, right now. Oh, no regrets in the end. I want to know I got no what ifs. What if today's the only day I got? Don't want to waste it if it's my last shot. Amen. Hey, this is our final episode of 2020. I hope it's fired you up. I'm fired up to face this new year ahead with a stronger faith. Yep, 2020, it's been a roller coaster. A lot of people have described it as that even in this episode, but our God has been faithful and he's a firm foundation. So I hope this episode has encouraged you. I'll tell you what, I love taking your calls. I try to fit as many of them in to each episode at the end of the month as possible. If you want to be part of next month's VIP Q&A episode, you can call the podcast hotline 601-301-2208. That's 601-301-2208. That does it for the final episode of 2020, but guess what? We'll be right back again for the first episode of 2021. We're going to be coming in strong. Can't wait. God bless you. Happy New Year. I'll see you next week.